What's up, everyone? I'm Jake, and I'm joined by Kyle from Kaizen DIY Gym, along with a whole slew of home gym junkies in this roundtable number seven. That's right. We have a ton of topics to get through, but let's do a quick introduction of our panel. For the first section, would each of you mind giving a 30 to second intro about who you are and name your top three pieces in your gym? All right. To start us off, Keith from The No Wine Cellar. Well, Jake already did it, but uh, yeah, I'm Keith Honeycutt at The No Wine Cellar. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, my favorite three pieces in my gym, or the main three pieces in my gym, would probably be my uh, about 4,000-ish pounds of York milled plates, my full York roundhead dumbbell set, and uh, right around 20, 20-ish barbells I have in my collection. So just the, the, the mass amount of stuff I have is, I think, what my three favorite pieces, at least. All right. Anything else the, the people should know about you? That Gus is home safe. All right. Excellent. <laughs> Chip, a.k.a. Big Jam Exerciser on Instagram. What's up, guys? Yeah, I'm Chip. Um, I'm on Instagram at Big Jam underscore Exerciser. A little bit about myself. I started my home gym in 2013. I'm currently on version 3.0. Um, I guess the, the two main pieces, in my opinion, are my bright green RM5, which is an RM6 with the 30 inch front depth instead of the standard 43. And then I made a custom DIY deadlift platform uh, with trim that matches the car of the rack, uh, which looks pretty cool. And a fun fact really, I guess about my gym is that it's actually in a bonus room above the garage. So it's a bonus room gym, um, which there's definitely some challenges and some uh, different approaches that I've taken to my gym compared to what traditional, you know, basement or garage gym guys would do. Yeah, Interesting. That, yeah, that's I'd, awesome. I didn't know about that. And that, yeah, that deadlift platform is is pretty slick. Yeah. Um, what about the name Fig Jam Exercise? What what does Fig Jam? Mean? Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> if this was going to come up. That's great. Uh, so I played rugby uh, in college, and then for maybe I guess twelve or thirteen years after that, at the club level uh, locally, and um, right out of school, I was pretty confident in my skills. I'll just say that. And so I kind of got the nickname Fig Jam, which is an acronym for I'm good. Just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and, nice. um, and so my Instagram handle was Fig Jam Rugger for a long time when I was playing rugby. And then uh, when I got ready to finish off Home Gym 3.0, I changed it to Exerciser. My tagline is from Kenny Powers. You know, I used to play real sports and now I'm just trying to be the best at exercising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got some good lines there. Yeah. All right, next up, Eric from Eckley's Basement Gym. Did I say that right? No, no one ever does, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. What yeah. is it? I mean, what is it? Just for the record. My last name is Eccles. Ah, Eccles. dang it. So, Eric Eccles. Uh, <laughs> I'm from uh, northern Wisconsin, about 45 minutes east of the Twin Cities. I'm one of the many home gym COVID makers. You know, I started that. And uh, I'd say my three favorite pieces of equipment. I'm probably the only one in here with a two by three rack. <laughs> I'm rolling with the Titan T3, and you'll hear me say Titan a lot. I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for that. Uh, probably my rep AB4100 <laughs> bench, and actually my Titan uh, wall mounted pulley system. And that thing's awesome. Use it every day. Nice. Nice. 
Nice. Judgment free. All right. <laughs> and then and then lastly, we have Jason from Man Who Parks in is it the gym or gym? Ah, uh, almost. Yeah, it's just it's just gym. Ah, I broken had English. It. Yeah. I broken I English. had it as gym, but I like I felt like there should have been yeah. a the. I, well, like when you put it in the in the invite, I was like, this guy knows me. He knows me. But evidently, that's not no. true. Uh, I forgot. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm Jason. I go by uh, Man Who Parks in Gym. It's like the longest and dumbest name, and I have to uh, kind of tuck my head and and kind of mumble it every time I say it. Um, but um, you guys might, some of you guys might have. Um, might recognize me from other podcasts such as do you even lift bro or garage <laughs> gyms because basement gyms are for pedophiles um, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> otherwise uh, i'm on i'm on instagram um and i just try to be a part of the uh the community but but like i said it's the broken english version man who parks in gym not the man or man who parks in the gym um, and my three uh my three <laughs> primary pieces uh in my gym are actually um, my mini split AC because it's like 110 degrees outside and I could do body weight exercises, but if it's that fucking hot in here, I'm not doing them. You know what I'm saying? Other one is my, uh, I have a fake Roomba and I know everybody likes like the, the um, leaf blowers or whatever. And I think those are great if you just want to rearrange the dirt all over your garage and put it up in the air so you can breathe it in later. Yeah. But to actually get rid of it and not have to like walk around like Martha Stewart vacuuming up my own shit, I just set this thing on a timer and it does it for me while I sleep at night. It's incredible. Um, and then thirdly, it's going to be my drink spotter because, well, come on, man, it's the drink spotter, right? My dogs get in here and they wrestle and they knock over my drinks or whatever. It just gives me a place to to keep it so those are my three wouldn't be the same without those anything else i could probably change out and do something different with but. nice beautiful yeah. cool. i think I'd, i need myself a fake roomba that sounds, that sounds I'm, dude i'm telling you it really it's like it was like the biggest flex when i got it i was like i'm not telling my, i was like hiding it from my wife because i thought she was going to be like you're so what are you doing here right and like so i did i like kept it over in the corner and i had it um where, like I said, it, it goes off like at two o'clock in the morning or something, you know, and I would come out, I, I wake up at 540 and I would come outside and uh, check to make sure it wasn't like stuck under her car tire or something, you know, for, for a long time I did that. And then she noticed it one day and she's like, that was actually really smart because I don't, I don't, when it starts getting like too messy in here, it, it, it kind of messes with my head. I've got to, I've got to clean it up. And so that was like, that's been a big, I don't, it's clean enough all the time now where I don't even have to mess with it. So that's. That's nice. That's beautiful. Now, now, Jason, you know it wouldn't get dirty if it wasn't a garage, right? If you actually had a basement gym and you weren't parking in it, you wouldn't have that problem. <laughs> I, you know, in Oklahoma, uh, where I live, the the water table is too high and the soil content, uh, the moisture in the soil is too high, and so we actually don't have basements in Oklahoma. Mm, but we wild. do have pedophiles, so maybe that <laughs> maybe that correlation that I made earlier was was. Uh, so in Oklahoma, the pedophiles are in the garages. Then yeah, well, they're they're every evidently they're not in the basement, but nice, sweet. All right, so we're gonna start off with a true or false segment. Jake's gonna make a statement, and you let us know with whatever you brought whether you think it's true or false. We'll tally up the results, and then we'll have a quick discussion on each topic. 
All right, number one, I would choose Rogue over Rep to fill my home gym if I could only choose one. Eccles, which are you holding yeah, up? They're, they're both showing which up. Which one is that? Trying. False. Trying. Oh, All right. All right. Three trues. One, one. One, one, one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Rogue is the winner here with this group. Do you guys have anything to add to this? So we got to, we just have to ask Eccles, why? Like you are, I, you are the outlier. What's the reasoning? Just like everything that uh, Rep is coming out with now, and just to uh, know that everything is going to adapt, everything's going to go. I want, if I have the chance to get all the stuff, I want to make sure everything's, you know, all the nice same colors, all the same stuff. I think Rep's just done a great job at uh, bringing out new products right now. Yeah. Yeah. So to counter that, I kind of took this question in its entirety. And so I love the rogue barbells. Um, I love the deep dish plates. So I'm looking at everything, not just, you know, racks and accessories. Um, and the true three by three versus the 2.95 that rep is. I think, I mean, that causes some people issues. It doesn't if you're going down, but if you're going up, it can. So um, that was kind of my approach with my answer. Yeah, man, I, I think that's a great answer though. I mean, I, I, I had this conversation with, um, gluck the other day and i had i actually came back like two days later to talk about it more because i just kept thinking about what would i actually do um and i had i i had landed on rep in this particular one i kind of went back and i was like you know what gotta stay true to myself rogue is always daddy and i'm probably gonna i'm probably just gonna keep going <laughs> even though i i will i will not disagree i believe that rep caters more to the, uh, they have a, a narrower market or whatever with the garage gym. And I think that they do a better job of catering to garage gymmers with stuff like the Athena and, and all the other, I mean, they, they do listen and they give the people what the people say they want. Whereas Rogue kind of tends to like, we say we want this and they give us like mismatched socks, right? Or they tell us, what <laughs> they, they give us what they want us to have or something. Um, but kind of like, you know, Chip made a good point. It's in the entirety of the collection. I also realized that I'm kind of one of those people that like, I'm always going to want like the one that's just a little bit nicer or a little bit better or a little bit. And, I'll, and then ultimately with the racks, it's the, the, I don't like the narrow width of the rep rack. So that's me. <laughs> What about you, Keith? I, yeah, I pretty much agree with everyone that was on Team Rep, uh, mainly the barbells for me, I guess. Like, I haven't heard great things about the bars, so I don't know. I, I have multiple rep, uh, rogue bars. I, I hate their deadlift bar, but I could get – rep doesn't even have a deadlift bar, so the power lifter, like, if I could only go with rogue, it's, I got to go with at least a company that offers one of everything, a squat bar, deadlift bar, power bar, you know, ollie bar, whatever, uh, whereas rep more to just an entry level. I mean, there's some really nice rep gyms out there, but for me, if I had to build my gym out solely, I would have to go with a company with a bigger catalog. All makes sense. Uh, let's, let's move on to number two then. True or false? Garage gyms are better than basement gyms. That's all I know. Oh, uh. man. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true we did not put oh, a man. bonus room in the options <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> this turned into multiple chips. choice i didn't um, see chip's answer 
said bonus room gym. Mm. But his is north of a garage, so we got to call it a garage, I imagine. But but we had two falses, one true, and then like a, a 50-50 split. So right basement right. gyms are the winner here. Yeah, um, as they should be. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Jason, I think basement gyms are great. Jason, tell us why uh, garage gyms are better. It's I just say that because it's the only thing I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never been to a basement gym. I would I would probably enjoy one if I had one. Um, you know, just the same. I, I like what I I, I, ha, I actually thought this through before I chose my answer. And I was going to actually say basement gyms only because I've seen Brandon's gym and it has a toilet in it. And that's something that I would like to have in mind, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, but that's it. That's that. Other than that, I've never been inside a basement. Damn. So it's a soft yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. You've never as been cultured, in a basement. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I, as cultured as I like to think I am. <laughs> <laughs> so. They don't have tornado storm shelters out there or anything? They do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of. It's, I mean, a lot of people have them like that. What they do is um, they'll either have like a, a room that's just built. It's just a big box basically in your garage or it's um, sometimes they'll dig out into the, like inside the garage, they'll dig out into the uh, slab or whatever down inside it. Um, and you have like, you can park over the top of it or whatever. Problem with those is that oftentimes what happens is if you get a water leak or something like that, or your house gets knocked down on top of it, you're like stuck down in there and people can, it, those are just like worst case scenarios. But <laughs> with the tornadoes are, are kind of, uh, and it's not to digress here, but tornadoes are, um, you can, almost tell them they they typically hit the same areas because of the uh the way that the landscape is or whatever so like for example near my home the nearest mine that i would expect to see one touchdown and stuff is going to be like a long i-35 up in that area because of the way it, but, but so you can have them people do but you don't i don't know i've lived here for 42 years and i've personally not been close to one um, famous last one words man i know i had a good one man we had a good one i do know i do know people that have had family members and things like that that you know i mean if you can probably cut this out this is like horrible so uh, but i it you know it happens <laughs> but it's not the way that it's made out to be i mean we do have like a season and stuff but i mean we there's a reason why we all go stand on our trailer porches and watch them you know what i mean so awesome well all right let's move on we're not going to cut that by the way by the way <laughs> yeah, i think right. a lot of us good stuff. That was, yeah. yeah good stuff yeah yeah. Uh, yeah number three i trust titan fitness yeah, he... false on this one right. <laughs> wow oh man wow it's kind of a tie one is like a hardcore <laughs> fuck titan fitness um but two to two let's go two to two all right Eccles, you are uh you're filled you're loaded with titan fitness yeah why should someone ever... yeah why should someone trust titan well so when i bought all my stuff so i kind of tempered my expectations right away i hardly have anything that came from brand new from Titan, I bought most of my stuff off scratch and dent, so I already knew it was oh, going to be scratched okay. up. 
But I mean, usually you scratch and dent, you save 20% and I'm going to scratch it, dent it anyways. So I might as well just save the money because then I can buy more equipment. So pretty much everything I have in here is from Titan. So <laughs> they've made a lot of money off of me. What What's a typical scratch and dent product look like? You know, dings on the, like a landmine attachments, dings on the sleeves, some chipping of the powder coat, maybe not the best weld. And we were talking the other day about the crappy stickers and <laughs> yeah, the uh, naming. <laughs> so it's, it's usually not stuff that's, you know, too terrible. I'm going to scratch it up anyway, so might as well save some money. Right. Yeah, I can see that. I'll jump in on this one. Um, I have a road rack now, but um, I, I would bought the Titan T2 rack in November of 2014 when it was like Titan and New York Barbell were really kind of the two main options for two by two flat foot racks back then. And um, I got tightened before most people got tightened because one of the legs that came to weld, like the bracket where it bolted to the back rear cross member wasn't straight. And so it took like seven to 10 days for them to get a new one shipped out. Um, but I lifted on that rack from 2014 to 2020, so six yeah. years. Um, I'm not a big guy, but I mean, I hit a lifetime PR of 350, twice my body weight on back squat in that rack. Um, I never felt worried about it. Um, with that said, I love my road rack, but if things hadn't worked out the way they had and I was still squatting and, and benching in that, I wouldn't be worried about it at all. I take this one as, do I trust Titanus Fitness to send me a really good product, not fucked up out of the box? No, I really don't. <laughs> do I trust Titan Fitness products to, 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 to not break on me? Yeah, probably. I have also have the Titan T2. I actually, it, it's, I don't, it doesn't get a lot of use. It's, it's my third rack that just kind of, whenever we need the, it's the only rack that I can use that uh, you can squat facing out. Everything else faces the wall. So like the, the vanity enemy has to use it every now and then to see my quads when I squat. So uh, the only reason I still have it. Um, I, I actually bought that. Uh, my buddy bought that brand new. It came with one of the cross members uh, crimped a little bit. So he got a, I think he got a full refund and they didn't take it back. So he sold it to me for like a hundred bucks. So I've had that. That was actually my first, one of my first pieces I got in 14, 15, something like that. Same time frame. Uh, it's also seen at least a 400 pound squat from me and five, 600 pound squats from other people. But, you know, it's be shit. It's, you know, very light duty. The J cups suck. I don't love it. Uh, you know, uh, I just picked up a Titan trap bar for essentially free after I sold the other piece I bought with it. Uh, I've used it a couple. I have, well, I've only had to use it once though, but it seems okay. But the sticker was literally as crooked as it could be. It was like a 45 degree angle. Like I don't understand how that's possible to put a sticker on that crooked. So you trust <laughs> to put a sticker on properly. No, are you gonna are you gonna die under their products? Was it was a Titan or Rep that had the safety straps? Failed? It was Titan. It was Titan. Yeah, yeah. So and I so, and I had those safety straps. Oh man. So for, for that, maybe as an outlier, but for the most part, like I know a lot of people that can you know lift a lot of heavy weights and Titan equipment, but you know, unless you're on a budget, I would avoid it. I'll explain my answer a little bit. And I, I, I will say that I could have gone either way with this. Uh, it might've been one of those, if it was a multiple choice or something, I might've said, I need, need more information. Um, <laughs> for me, do I trust Titan fitness as a consumer? Sure. I trust that Titan fitness is going to be for me, like the gateway to whatever the good version of that product is like, whatever it is, I'm going to get it. It's going to be a little bit wonky and it's going to be just enough to let me know that 
I will spend the money on the Kabuki version or the Rogue version or whatever it is, um, and I will be happy with whatever whatever I get. And and my costs, my out of pocket losses and stuff are going to be minimized because Titan is that inexpensive, right? I do trust that like if I have a problem with the product, whenever I receive it, customer service is going to be good. They're going to give me. If it's like a scratch and dent thing and it was supposed to be first quality, they'll give me 10% back if I want, or they'll give me a complete full refund, they'll replace it, they'll give me options for those kind of things, right? I know and I can trust that. I've had enough experience with that stuff to know that that is what to expect from Titan. When it comes to business practices or things like that, I have a little bit of a unique situation with Titan that emotionally i'm just not ready to get there and say like yeah i trust them you know i had a, a a product that i had out of my ass again kind of pulled out of my ass and came up with i was posting pictures of it videos and stuff and showing off to all my buddies they came to me said that they would like to they would like for me to send them the product they would like to check it out they i spoke with them on the phone we had kind of like this gentleman's agreement type thing um about you know because i even i asked him like straight up like right, please don't fuck me i mean i you know i i don't i don't you know i was like i don't i don't know any other way to say this but you know you guys have a little bit of a reputation and the guy that i spoke with i'm not going to mention his name or anything but you know we yeah, we, we um <laughs> we discussed it to where i felt comfortable enough where he, he was like helping me understand the process really well. He was, you know, this is this is how we do it. These are the things that we do. Um, it's okay, you don't necessarily need to get this. What, what I would recommend is you send the product in. I'll send you another, I'll send you our version of it. You can have that for free. Um, we'll take yours, we'll evaluate it. And then if we can make it, then I think you should move forward with getting, um, you know, your patent and this and that and whatever. And I kind of went against my better judgment, but he did, he did say and i was i also at the time thought that i was going to be spending like thousands of dollars on a patent or something right i didn't i didn't know enough and this is a lot of my fault but the question is whether or not i trust them <laughs> and so anyway i go through this process and for months and months and months i'm getting emails and we're going back and forth and i'm getting stuff like and i've got the emails like yo we really like this product we we believe that we can sell it for this we believe that we'll be able to ship it for that we would like to name it the mckee ghd we would like to do this what? you know it, yeah and so i'm like i'm i'm like this is pretty fucking sweet right and i've shared it with like two people along the way even though i wasn't supposed to but like but i'm the whole time i'm like this is going to be this you know it's not anything that i ever anticipated like i, I didn't I, i'm not an inventor you know what i mean i'm not somebody that comes out and like with products or anything like that. I'm just a dude and it's, I'm just a man who parks in gym. You know, I'm just a dude that, you know, I'm just, that just, I like, I like building stuff or whatever, you know? And so anyway, it was kind of a cool thing. And I even thought like, man, if I never see a dime on this, it's still pretty cool. You know what I mean? Um, and so I got, I, I sent, he, I sent him an email once I received it back and, and we talked about um, how the pricing or how the, the pay structure works. Um, I told him that I would like to continue the conversation and he came back and said, well, as soon as you get the patent, um, let me know. So I got the patent. I sent him an email. He didn't respond. I thought that was a little, I didn't want to be like overly like eager beaver. So I waited a few days, sent another email and then their floor GHD came out, which looked surprising. I mean, I know it looks more like someone else's floor, H, floor GHD, but what stood out to me was that the thing they were most excited about with mine was the footprint when it's in storage and how it's stored upright right which is really fucking similar to the thing that they put out 
So they release that thing. And then almost like within a few hours, I get a response back to my request saying, oh, sorry, we're, we're, I'll give you the final answer, but because of our release of our floor GHD, we're afraid we may have too many GHDs. We're still evaluating it, but we'll let you know. And I'm like, well, this feels really fucking shady. You know, and I could be, you know, again, all the evidence suggests that maybe I shouldn't have trusted Titan. Um, and I'm still in this kind of emotional state with it where um, when you ask me if I trust them, I'm like, fuck Titan Fitness. You know what I mean? Like I've got a couple of products from them and it really has, and, I, and I'll continue to buy whenever I have to, I suppose, you know what I mean? But um, I don't, as in that light, I, I don't trust them. So, so fuck Titan Fitness. It's <laughs> understandable, man. That's understandable. Yeah, it's cool. Jason, would you have been upset if they still didn't give you any credit, but they called it the... Uh, the McTitan GHD. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like that is not too far away from some other uh, experiences that I've had. Maybe not with something as big as as Titan, but uh, I have. You know, you got. I, I have to with social media in general, especially in this space. Um, I have to like step back and take a breath and kind of remind myself of why I'm here and what I'm doing. I mean, like for me, a lot of this is like, it's about what I miss from the commercial gym is that sense of like community or camaraderie, even though some of the people I never spoke to, and I'll be honest, there were some, like there was one guy in my mind, I never said it to his face, but I remember like, I'd see him and I'd be like, oh, there's old pillow tits. You know what I mean? Like always here is like, you see the same people and like, <laughs> sorry. Um, but I do miss that, like humor, human interaction and some sense of community, even in the gym with people that I never spoke with. And that's kind of what I get from, from social media and Instagram and, and, and garage gym community and that stuff. Even though, regardless of whether or not everybody thinks I'm an asshole or not, that's something that I, that I do get from it. And I have to remind myself of that um, whenever I see those kind of things and I start feeling this kind of bitter, bitter resentment, like I deserve credit for that thing or this or that or whatever. So like the, the McTitan GHD thing, um, on one hand, it would probably equally have pissed me off, but at the same time, you know, what are you going to do? I, I guess I could, I just, I don't know what it is about, about credit on, um, Instagram, social media stuff, but it, uh, it will, it will eat away at you sometimes. I get your cloud up. Yeah. 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 yeah that's kind of like the, the story a couple months ago when uh, Gordon Briley was on here and he was talking about Titans uh, starting to sell their stealth leg press. <laughs> so he had to tell him that uh, dad was a patent attorney. So they started paying him. Right. Yeah, yeah, so he he actually had helped me a little bit in answering some of my questions. I didn't give him the specific details about what I was working on, but I I started getting this feeling that I was getting screwed. Um, and so I I he he helped me. He he kind of calmed me down a little bit when he was like, "Well, you know, this is my experience. You know, it takes a little bit longer because of this or it's that, whatever." I was like, oh, "Okay," because I just you know it felt that but yeah, I did reach out to him, and it was. A similar, I, I, I heard that after I had gone through this stuff and, um, and I was like, I can relate to that actually. <laughs> well, Jason, let me ask you this. First of all, amazing story. Um, that does suck, but that is an incredible story. Truly. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah. If but, anybody ever believe it, I could just make those up. <laughs> let me ask you. So you, <laughs> right. I mean, you, that, yeah, that was crazy. So 
you say you have the patent, um, right? Well, it- so what I what I have is a provisional patent, which right. just basically so uh, Kyle kind of touched on this in a different podcast, but with a provisional, basically you submit your idea, um, you pay a few bucks, and that gives you so it, it's for like it's when you can put like patent pending on something, right? Okay. And so the idea behind it is that you can put this on there, you get your date of when you invented it or whatever, and then um, you can, it gives you the opportunity to kind of test the market, test the, the feasibility of the product and sell it and see if there's enough return on it to go through with the full patent process yeah. um, and, and that kind of thing. So I have, it, but it has a 12 month uh, expiration date, right? So by the time I, so I didn't want to get the patent or the provisional and then send my thing and then it'd be like five, them just sit on my product for five or six months and then when my and then i only have a couple of months to to go through the rest of the patent to determine whether or not the the return is enough on it you know yeah. what i mean like when i had first talked to titan they had, they were like most of our stuff is not patented and so my thought process was you know if anybody's gonna fucking steal it and like make make a copy of it it's gonna be titan so i might as well just sell it to titan have them make it no one's gonna undersell them and nobody's gonna you know what i mean like nobody that's gonna remake it is gonna i mean my biggest concern honestly was that they weren't going to make it as well as I did. Like it was just going to be this Titan version, like shitty padding or sh- you know what I mean? Like, or like the, the gateway, you know what I mean? It's right. But yeah. um, that was my bigger concern. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, man, it, it, it'll be cool enough. It is a, it's a, it's something that I think garage gymmers would really be able to benefit from. Um, so well, I thought it would be something cool. To- well, that that's what I was going with. I wouldn't quite give up on it. I think that's your model is, is definitely a better option for most than what Titan ended up bringing to the market. So, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't give up on it quite yet. So yeah. thanks, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. And we can, we can run a poll too. We, we can kind of put Titans next to what you've got as well to see what people would uh would like if you have any interest in that that might be some cool, be cool. data yeah. actually yeah yeah all right um well yeah that was a story we did not expect sorry that was, a two <laughs> that, was that was your two-hour story there like, yeah. uh, sorry guys no, that was, uh, yeah i think we might be done now <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's gonna surprise anyone that knows anything about titan though <laughs> Yeah. No, well, no, no. And everybody's gonna be like, "What a dumbass!" You know what I mean? Like, in, in, in hindsight, sure. But I'm, I mean, again, bro, I was kind of. In don't this, feel in, bad, man. Like, I was kind the- of in this mindset where I was like, I don't really care. I didn't do this to make money. You know what I mean? Like, I really yeah, don't yeah. care at the end of the day. And then after a few months of, you know, you start getting this. Hey, this could be really cool. But whenever you just, I don't know, man. Yeah. It was honestly, I would have, I would have done the same thing in that situation. And especially if they're coming across as like, Hey man, we want to do this legit. Like we're, you know, you didn't tell this part of the story. I don't mean to rat you out, but you posted it, you posted it before you applied for a patent. So they very well could have seen your post and applied for their own patent and not gotten in contact with you. So them getting in contact with you gave them legitimacy. So you're like, yeah, maybe, maybe I can. Maybe I can trust them. And, you know, if they're communicating with you like you can trust them, then like right. that gives you that sense of security. So like and, I don't don't fault yourself. I totally would have done the same thing. And I and I honestly, I really don't think that anybody ever, I don't think that any of them that I have spoken with or anything ever set out 
to do that. I don't think they were ever trying to be deceptive. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that mm-hmm. once they got it in, once they did all this stuff, they probably thought, you know, we could just update ours. You know what I mean? They, the, right. the 4GHD thing is something they had a long time ago and they were doing an update on it anyway. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, we could just integrate these ideas into our existing product and save a whole bunch of money. You know what right. I mean? Like that makes yeah. sense to me. All that stuff makes sense. It was just, it just felt, you know, I don't know, disappointing, I guess. Yeah, that is disappointing. And uh, like what I, I honestly don't have too much communication with Titan at all, but like one message that I've heard loud and clear from them is that they claim to not be the old Titan. Like it's not the, it's not the Titan that just used to get, you know, send crappy material they've been improving everyone like over like they have a whole new team a whole new you know a whole new like process etc yeah this is the type of stuff they need to do if they really want to like win home gym owners over rather than just like they want to win the community over rather than just those who want the cheapest product so yeah yeah i i don't i don't see why they wouldn't so hopefully that's not over but all right, we ready to move on? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, number four. Uh, space is the biggest issue I face as a home gym owner. That's true. Four out of four, true. So the one I'm most surprised about is Chip, because Chip, I've seen your gym on Instagram. You have a ton of open space. What are you talking about, man? Like you want to add more stuff? You have plenty of room, <laughs> right? So space being the biggest issue is the fact that I'm upstairs, uh, right? Okay. Um, so I can kind of take you guys through this a little bit. Um, this, we built, we custom built this house. Um, and last year, 2021, it's been almost a year we've been in the house. Um, and we actually looked at doing a basement initially, but it was going to be like ridiculously well above our budget. Just couldn't happen. Um, so I worked with the builder, worked with the structural engineer, decided that, um, the engineered I-beams that are the two by 12 engineered I-beams that are normally 16 inches on center for the bonus room. He added a, a few extra of those to go every 12 inches to make the entire room stronger. Mm-hmm. Now that still doesn't mean that I can bring in a rhino, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, another thousand pounds of milled York plates, you know, those are in storage, unfortunately. Um, you know, like I've still got to be conscious in my space being upstairs, um, so from a space standpoint, you know, I'd love to be able to have a basement, you know, where, or you know, a dedicated garage space where I could just literally just pile as much stuff as I can into it. But that's one of the, the luxuries that I give up by going with the climate controlled, you know, finished bonus room. Gotcha. That, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. They do have climate controlled storage facilities, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. This is true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay if you guys don't have anything else to add. Go ahead. I I, I do. Sorry, I'm like I, I'm a talker, man. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> it's good. I went back and forth with this one because I don't know if the problem is that I have a limited space or if I have this inability to stop buying shit and come back <laughs> into my space. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't know what the problem is, but one or the other, true. Right. Yeah. When you have a, a bigger space, you just like, oh, there's an empty I, spot in the corner. I got to buy something I, to fill that up. And then all of a sudden would, you're out of room. Yeah. Garage jams are like untattooed flesh, right? You just look <laughs> at like a, a bare spot and you're like, oh, right. I got to fill that in. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Echoes. I just, I just have uh, an 11 by 13 basement bedroom that I have all my stuff in. So it's, that's awesome. I, I bought a bike to use for cardio and that's sitting in the bedroom closet. That's, I'm, much bought everything that's rack attached just so i can have somewhere to store it so it's off the floor hopefully soon as to build a shed in the backyard huge shed i hope nice once again bigger the space the more stuff you get and right i'll probably run out of space again yeah yeah how many square yeah. feet you think in eric like 350 400 nice. somewhere on there keith keith what size is your basement so it's a thousand square foot ranch and I'm probably six to 700 at gym. I mean, the, the stairwell's coming down in the, the middle kind of cuts a little bit of that off, but I kind of have it yeah. segregated off the, like a dead, the deadlift platform treadmill. Uh, there's a spot that I just have, I don't actually, I have a, you know, a hundred square foot ish of actual uh, three quarter inch, you know, everyone hates them, but the puzzle mats, but I, I don't need saw mats everywhere where I know I'm just doing like yoga and stretching and shit. So, um, but yeah, as far as space, I could fill up 7,000 square feet if I really, if I had the space, you mm -hmm. know, I've, I've, you know, I would just keep continuously growing it. The whole thing is when I have multiple people over, even in that space, I could, I can comfortably do four or five people. I mean, we, 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 we regularly do three people with like zero issues of space. I semi-regularly do five to 10 people. And it, you know, when it gets closer to 10, it's pretty full. Um, but like, I would love to just be able to regularly house 10 people and not have any issues. So I would, uh, and with the, the, the big negative on the basement though, is I'm, I'm right at seven, maybe even a half, like I'm like an inch under seven feet. So yeah. I'm only five, seven, so I can still overhead press, but it, it limits me on, I, if I buy a $2,000 road rack, I got to cut a foot of it off or right now I'm just dealing with the uh, squat stands. So that, that, that's my go-to right now. I mean, that's the nice part about having a newer house. I'm, I'm in a split level. So I still have eight foot ceilings in the basement hmm. and foot level, I have windows outside. So it's not an actual full dungeon. And then being the split level, I have railing all the way around the room. So I have unlimited drink spotters. So <laughs> good. Yeah. In a perfect world for me, I have it probably 1500 square feet solely to the gym. Like, like realistically what I could fill Cause I'd like to get a couple hammer strengths and pieces of like, uh, like the hammer strength ISO row would be like my favorite mm. piece. If I could actually add a piece, but that's like a stall mat and a half. And I, right. you know, I, 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 I could give it my reverse hyper and then like intrude <laughs> on my squat rack and another piece and like maybe fit one in there. But it's like, I would be with it with, with as many people as we have down here. Sometimes it's nice to still have walking room too. So I could fit a couple more pieces, but then I lose any like yoga stretching areas. And it's just, you know, it's, that's not ideal. But right. yeah, I would love to have more space to fill it up. And well, like like he, uh, like Jason mentioned earlier, as far as the, the the good thing about basements is how Brandon has a bathroom. I would kill for a second ex, uh, a, a, a secondary entrance, like a walkout basement and a, mm -hmm. a, a, a bathroom. If I had yeah. those, I would literally rent my gym out to like personal trainers and like just actually start making money on it. But right. I'm not I'm not letting strangers just come in and use my own bathroom and just use you know come in through my kitchen to get to my basement. But but those two things right. would be, you know, if I had that, I could actually make money off the damn thing. I'm laughing that you just use stall mats as a unit of measure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. And nobody stopped them because we're all, yeah. oh, we, yeah, all, we, all we all did the math. Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah I'm at 19. Yeah. About yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's like a new thing, I guess. 
normal uh, stall mat mathematics. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I, whenever my my gym is a little bit cleaner than it usually is, or there's a little bit of extra space, my wife is always just like, "Oh, this is nice. There's a, there's enough room to like walk through and." It usually just means I've made room for something. Else <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so speaking of that, so number five, true or false, you try to sneak equipment past your wife or significant other. Present tense or you have in the past. Ha I, ever. Maybe yeah. not ever. I, I, I know someone. I have a friend. who's <laughs> probably going to listen to this one. So, but. <laughs> yes gotta yeah, come out sometimes at some point. it's false that is false yeah this is yeah. false for those who are listening for all the wives listening all of the panel the entire panel answered no that's never happened so i, I gotta jump in on this one first because i was talking to somebody about this um the other day um on instagram actually um this was definitely pre-pandemic um you know when you when you if you ordered something you knew when it was going to ship out right and so I pretty much had the schedule down of, okay, if I order from Rogue before three o'clock, it's going to ship by this date. And because it's coming, you know, UPS is going to deliver on this date. Um, and my wife is a nurse. And so she's working three twelves a week. And so I would just order strategically. So stuff will be delivered on the days that she was at work <laughs> and she would never come in the gym and notice it. Man, that's like, that's really good planning too. Like that's hard to time it out like that. I give you credit. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean for me my wife works from home so there's no way that i could ever just ship it home so i work with my brother and i have to drive him so i just ship everything to his house and bring it home and just wait till she's gone that's put it somewhere because she never comes in here so she has no idea i'm not saying a fucking word man. am i the only one laughing that's hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just mad that you, you make sure to edit that, edit that part out, please, Jake. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. None of this will be on the actual right. uh, yeah, pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I don't. I don't. Out. Two things I don't trust is this conversation and Titan Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the worst part is last, not this last Fourth of July, but the one before. My brother's neighbor was over for the party, and she had to tell my wife all about it. <laughs> so, but, so you've already been busted. Yeah, but does that mean I stopped? No. <laughs> like uh, fun, fun fact, he actually uh, he was in the second episode of "Do You Even Lift, Bro?" I read this story anonymously <laughs> to, uh, to keep his anonymity and to uh, protect his safety. And bro, I can't help you when you when you're on camera just spilling the beans, man. Uh, <laughs> you know you survived. I almost got caught once. Because there was a bunch of packages in our garage with my brother's name on it. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, what's all this? I'm like, oh, I just ordered a bunch of Christmas presents under his Amazon account. <laughs> so then I had to go out and buy a whole bunch more Christmas presents. <laughs> no. I guess it, it's just foreign to me. Like, does your old ladies not do anything with your finances? Like, how are you, like the three of you all together, like, how are you pulling this shit off? Like, I did. So my wife handles the majority of the finances. So like I couldn't sneak anything by if I wanted to. Uh, but to, to, to get into why I said false as far as mine, like 80% of my gym was bought, 80 to 90% probably all used, just cash-based that I've made either. Uh, I have a deal with my wife that anything I make 
over my 80-hour two-week check is my money. So if I work 10 hours overtime, I get 10 hours of cash to myself. Uh, if I work out of town and I make a bunch of per diem and I don't spend it like an asshole, then I get to keep that per diem. Uh, if I work a side job, if I flip a bunch of weights, all that's just – we don't have kids or anything, so I don't feel obligated to put that back into the, the family budget. So everything over my 40-hour week is my money. Uh, and I've you know, amassed a, a little bit of you know, a, a nest egg that I just buy everything that I want with. So I couldn't hide it. And, and, and even if I did, I'd still have to use, you know, a credit card or, you know, a bank statement to do it. So how are you guys hiding this shit from your lid? Uh, <laughs> it, it blows me away. I, I can see if you have cash and you go buy something to the side, but like, you know, she's going to be like, why did you deduct eight? Why did you take $800 out of the ATM? Like, how are you guys agree with this? One of my degrees is a finance degree, so I control all the, all the money. So. <laughs> That's how you do it. There you go. And uh, like I was saying the other day, I bought most of my stuff. I bought everything all at once. And, you know, all the sites now have the uh, no interest monthly thing. So if I was only paying 50 bucks a month, that always goes unnoticed. That makes sense. Versus a thousand bucks at a time, you know. Yeah, I've incriminated myself enough in this conversation. <laughs> I know. I want to I ask you and Jason, but uh, I forgot you guys held up the false signs because yeah yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. Exactly. only one yeah the what about you jake you ever have to sneak stuff in oh no not anymore yeah <laughs> but it's like it's not like an impressive thing it's like oh more more gym equipment right yeah well, and I'll be honest, my wife, she doesn't really care. Basically, we've got a joint account, and then we kind of have our own personal accounts where part of our paychecks go into. It's kind of our fun money. You know, do it, do whatever you want to with it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I kind of embellished that story a little bit, not entirely. But, um, you know, it's like, you know, it's your money, do what you want with it. But, you know, when she's trying to figure out, okay, well, we need to go do this. We need to do this for the kids, or we need to, you know, we got – medical bills for the kids or they had to have you know tonsils taken out or whatever you know she's looking for that extra cash and it's like you know well, i've kind of got some off to the side here but um <laughs> and again this is this has been a couple of years now there's a lot more transparency and a, a lot less grief about it so um that's kind of nice i mean for me it's not it's not the it's not the money issue stuff it's mostly like it's just the fucking volume, man. Like, have you seen how much shit I have packed into this? And so it's like, it's more like it's a, it just feels like judgment. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, fuck, man, I have a package yeah. coming today. So, um, you know, that kind of a thing. And I was like, like how much, even the, like when the UPS guy brings a package and he says, you've got another one from Rogue U. You know, and then he hands it to me and says, like, don't you have everything by now? And I'm like, uh, I lied to the UPS guy once. And I was like, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they pay me to test this stuff out. You know? <laughs> it was weird that my wife really shouldn't give me too much grief. Um, she really shouldn't give me too much grief about everything because, I mean, Amazon, you know, comes daily. I mean, there was one right. point where the, the Amazon guy didn't stop at our house and he came and knocked on the door to make sure that everybody was okay. You know, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so to add to the wife guys, how many of your guys' wives uh, use the gym uh, that you guys have? My Well, my wife has just started um, okay. recently okay. using the stuff. And it's, it, it's for me, man, it is the coolest thing. Like I tell her every, like, she'll come out and work out alongside me, not, not doing the same workouts or anything, but, um, um, she'll work, do her workout and I do mine and I will make it a point to tell her, like, I really do appreciate you 
using the stuff and being here and stuff like it's it's cool man we'll put it we'll turn on like lifetime or whatever on the tv you know and, and watch i i don't care like i just i really do enjoy spending time with my wife and i like doing some i like doing this and i feel sometimes a little guilty about how much time i spend on myself you know doing my own like self-care stuff in the garage while she's you know taking care of the kids or whatever it may be so um even like on days where i get my workout in before she gets off work or something i'll come out here and like piddle around and just kind of hang out with her and i'll set up uh, like the barbell and stuff like that for her to do her squats and and stuff like that um she's a little bit intimidated by some of the stuff in here you know what i mean like where is everything and what do i need and whatever so she's mostly like dumbbells um but i really do i really do enjoy having her uh, out here using the stuff. And, um, I've got, I've got everything in and kind of in place now where I don't have worry so much about sneaking something else in and her noticing. So, so we're all good there. <laughs> yeah. My wife doesn't use it at all, but, but I've been trying to get my daughter in here to work out with me. She's, you know, she's eight and <laughs> she'll do a little bit of stuff. Uh, right after I bought the, uh, exercise bike, second day she was on it, she went for an hour Oh, wow. Like wow, nice. Eight years old going for an hour. I'm like, yes. Sweet. That's good sign. Yeah. I have a hard time. I mean, it makes me feel like such a terrible dad when my my it's I like it if my kids come out here and just like sit and watch Scooby Doo or something while I work out. But most of the time they're like fucking with shit. And I'm like try I can't really get a workout because I'm watching them out of the corner of my eye if my wife came home and i was like picking up kettlebells off my child's foot or something you know what i mean like that would <laughs> so i i have i'm a kind of a i'm kind of a helicopter dad um especially out here uh, i have a fucking lawnmower hanging from my ceiling you know what i mean it's just not <laughs> not exactly the safest place for kids but um but <laughs> you know uh so i i always kind of like when i see those people on on like social media they're like i just love working out with my kids i'm like do you you know like do, am i the bad one or are yeah, you full of shit no i'm with you dude <laughs> yeah. uh man who parks in lawnmower storage room yeah you know that the the on the positive side of that name is i get to be like man who anything after that you know what Boom. i mean like i can i get to i get to use that and and change it up quite a bit to fit any scenario do you ever actually change it on Instagram? You can you can have like your your Instagram name, and then you can have like the name that you display. You could always just switch that up to fuck with people. I don't know that. I don't know how to do social media, man. I'm, so I'm like maybe I'm like I think November is whenever I started this wow. this process. So I'm like I don't. I tried to stay away from it forever. Um, I tried to age gracefully, techn technologically. And um, I just, the COVID has really fucked me over. <laughs> you should just change your username to man who gets products stolen by Titan Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's still willing to buy from them, which I think, yeah, I, I, I really hope that you don't actually, like that's, have, have you actually bought anything since then? No, no, there's actually only, but I would, I mean, I don't, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, from a consumer perspective, I trust them just fine. Um, it's the other stuff that yeah. I have to separate. There's only one company that I will not purchase anything from, and um, I'm not even. Uh, uh, Char Charlie Foxtrot Tango. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's really just um, I had I had bought something. It wasn't that big of a deal. I sent an email. 
And I was like, hey, man, is this, is, you know, I bought this thing. I bought like four or five of them or something like that. And they were all different lengths. And I said, hey, is this normal? I mean, is it, you know, it's not, I checked the website. It doesn't mention anything about them being like a quarter of an inch difference between, between them. And I just got berated, like in response immediately talking about my OCD and my this and that, whatever. And I was just like, what the fuck? He was, it doesn't, it doesn't harm anything except for your OCD and stuff. And I was like, well, it might actually harm your ability to get like repeat sales. <laughs> I was like, but you know, I was like, it really wouldn't be that hard just to add. Cause it, I had responded to, a, like an automated request for like, um, it was like, tell us what we can do better. And I was like, well, you could maybe just disclose that on the website. It's not that big of a deal. Like I can put washers, it was the weight pegs or whatever, you know, I can put washers behind them and you won't ever see them and they'll be the same length. But when you're using them for other things or whatever, you know what I mean? It just would be nice. I don't like surprises whenever I buy products, you know what I mean? Um, and that's really what it came down to, but the attack and then the bullshit and the, this, and it was like back and forth and it was really felt I, it like consumed me for a day. And I was like, man, fuck this. I'm not, I don't, I don't need this. You know, this is why I don't do the internet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just one of those things that, uh, I, I see from time to time they, they'll come up like in, in, you know, in the, in the community or whatever. And I'm like, I just kind of like step away from it or somebody will ask like, where can I get something like this? And I know, and I'm like, I, I just can't with good faith, like tell this person to go to that place, knowing that if they have an issue, they're going to get fuck yourself to death. Like I did, you know what I mean? So yeah, I've seen multiple screenshots of like correspondence between their, their emails and customer service emails. And they're, it's just a, like, it's a husband and wife and they're just fucking being assholes to people like, uh, they're right. they're they're trolls it's the weirdest yeah. thing and like like i did i left a i left a, a a review on there that just described my my thing and they just went in and like changed it to a five-star review and wow. called it and used left my name on there and i was just like god wow. damn it you know and i was like i just yeah i was like i just wow. can't win with this place so you know what i mean i was like the best thing i can do is just walk away and never say that name again you know what i mean so Makes sense. Am, am I the only one who can't figure out who it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's CFT performance, Jake. CFT? No okay. Idea. Yeah. We can move on. Cut that hole. Yeah. Now that we... <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, if everybody's ready to move on, we sure. have... We have a few additional questions to deal with your personal experiences within the home gym setting. Once again, Jake is going to introduce the topic and you will all, dis uh, let me redo that. Once again, Jake is gonna introduce the topic and you will all discuss. Once the conversation dies off, we'll move on to the next topic. Number one, what's something you would have done differently if you could do it again when building out your home gym? Oh, I'll go first then, I guess. Um... So my answer, I actually had to think about this for a while. Um, I'm going to say nothing. So like I said, this is Home Gym version 3.0, I guess maybe, yeah, technically. So this is my third home since I started my Home Gym in 2013. Uh, but when I first started, um, I went to Dick Sporting Goods and picked up the classic 50 plus power blocks, the fitness gear, adjustable bench, some bands, medicine ball, a um, few other odds and ends, the perfect pull-up pull-up bar, if you guys know what I'm talking about, it goes in the door frame. Um, yeah. and it's got like a mouse at the top and you can lift it up and swing it down so you can do like hanging rows um, and things like that from it. 
um, that was kind of my initial setup. And that was in the very like one corner of a spare bedroom um, in one of our old houses. Um, and that was kind of what I started my how I started my home gym, my first home gym. Um, and I had that set up for almost two years before I bought my first Titan T2 rack um, at the end of 2014. Um, and then from there, I just kind of kept building a little bit over time, a little bit over time. And again, just the way it kind of naturally evolved with, okay, trying it out at home. This is what I want to, this is sure exactly what I want to do. Yes, it is. Okay, let's go. Let's build a little bit bigger, let's build a little bit bigger. And then kind of in my, what I call my dream space at this point, you know, I have everything exactly how I want it. Um, no complaints, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't not skip any of that pr process to get to where I am now. Makes sense. For me, it would be just getting into the uh, finding if if there's anything you ever think you're you're going to get into is like a niche. Just don't wait until later. Uh, mainly specifically, like so, I had just cap shitty plates and hex dumbbells, and you know, for for three or four years, and then I even bought and sold some York stuff for profits before I was like, oh well, okay, I should I really want to start getting just nicer, uh, more accurate weights. It wasn't until I actually weighed all my cap plates and realized they were 43 to 47 pounds. I was like, well, what the fuck? As a power lifter, like I kind of want to know, I want to be a little more accurate on what I'm lifting, especially you know if, if you're if you don't if you don't realize it, you can have all 47s on one side and all 40. I mean, you you don't have to strategically do that to really screw it up. It's just math. You like statistically, there's it's almost impossible that all the heavy ones would be on one side and all the light ones would be on the other, but possible. You could you know be very imbalanced pulling a you know an extremely heavy deadlift and having it be 15 pounds heavier on the other side. So for me, it was just like oh okay, so I can just start buying these other plates and then get stuff that's within a couple percent uh you know accuracy versus five to ten percent with some of the other shit so for me mainly as far as like what i would do different is just get into my niches earlier like get into york dumbbells get into york plates buy nice dumbbell uh sorry nice barbells just five years sooner like i just i had a shitty gym for five years essentially and then it started getting nice i wish i wish it would have been cheaper if i started earlier and like not passed up on some deals on the used market of like, oh, well, I don't need this old stuff, but in reality, it's what I have now. So just, if there's something you want, don't wait to get it. So don't buy Titan Fitness. Oh yeah. Mm. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Just I'm, to kidding. Bring it on I'm back. kidding. I'm kidding. I, I have, I, I don't, I, like I said, I would buy Titan Fitness again, if it was, if it made sense, um, even still, so. Um, you know, for me, man, it's the, um, I say this a lot. I say I would do everything differently um, or a lot of things differently, but ultimately the biggest things were, is the orientation. Um, so when I started this home gym thing, it was, I was still going to the commercial gym and it was really just, I was picking up bits and pieces. Uh, I had a wall rack, one of those folding wall mounted rogue rack things. Um, and so in my garage, there was only one space where I could put that and it be on studs and not be like in front of the, um, the electric panel or, or whatever. Um, and the problem with it, so I, I put that on there and I just started everything kind of built around that. Um, and the problem is that I'm really close to the garage door behind me, um, which is, it, it's okay. I'm just a little tight whenever I'm like loading and unloading plates on that side, just a little bit of a pain in the ass that if I could, if I knew all the things that I know now, um, I might have put things in different places. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of lended itself to this like enormous amount of space on that end of my rack that's given me uh, room to put some bigger, bigger stuff in. Only other thing that I would probably change if I could is I would probably bite the bullet and go with monster instead of monster light. And that's really hard for me to admit that, but, um, <laughs> but the holes on the side of the rack, the one inch stuff, 
I mean, it's just, uh, you know, you can't help it. Uh, but you look, you know, you watch Fig Jam, and even though he's wearing like hot pink shorts, all I'm looking at <laughs> are the holes on his rack. You know what I mean? Um, and so it, it's just, it looks better. It's easier to like get the pin in and all that stuff, like on the one inch stuff that I have. Um, it, it just, I, I just like it better. Um, I wish that I would have done that instead of the Monster Light thing. But so, yeah, for me to go along kind of the same thing that Jason said with the orientation when I did my basement, I laid plywood all the way across and then I did the stall mat. But in the center of the rack, I did a nice sheet of sanded plywood, but it basically made it so the rack staying where it's at. Otherwise, it's going to look weird with the big sheet of plywood in the middle. So I have a lot of kind of wasted space on both sides. Mm. I was able to turn the rack a little bit. I could probably fit some more stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's probably the big one for me. And then, yeah, if there was another one, three by three rack with the one inch holes, you know, but I'm fine with the T3. I want to add on to uh, Eric's real quick. Uh, one thing I would do different as someone who has uh, friends come over and a lot of them pull sumo. I've never pulled sumo or regular, so it's never affected me. But my deadlift platform, I built like everyone else, just uh, a four by four center with, you know, the remaining two feet on each side being saw mats. I kind of wish that I had actually, if I could re if I could rebuild it, I would probably only make the center two and a half or three feet because anyone that pulls sumo, it's slippery than shit on that, like, you know, polyurethane top to where I actually had to spend extra money recently because everyone was having a lot of issues and buy like a, a can of like a aerosol texture and it wasn't cheap. And I, you know, I don't know how well it's going to uh, permanently stay because it's already starting to rub off. So shortening the plywood portion of a homemade deadlift platform is something I would do different. Yeah, that's interesting. That's actually the reason that I built my deadlift platform the way that I did because in my old gym, I would pull deadlift, you know, in front of the rack, but if I was using my trap bar, I was going off to the side of the rack on another section because the trap bar is more narrow. Um, so just went with the solid sheet of rubber all the way across. It doesn't matter if I'm pulling conventional sumo trap bar, you know, whatever, like it's all the same. That's smart. All right. I think that's going to do it for that question. I have to pee. Does anybody <laughs> else want to take a quick pee break? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Sorry, I, and then we probably got 20, 30 minutes left and we should be done. So. Hour and a half. We got 90 more minutes. We'll do yeah. it. <laughs> I'm having a blast. So, Chip, I'm very curious of what you would do with your space if it didn't have a load bearing issue. Because it looks like your, is your bonus room like 1,500 square feet or is it only? No, no, no. no. It's, it's deceptive. It's deceptive. Yeah. So, that's okay. all like, that's all like perfect camera angles, you know, um, for the ground. But, um, it's so I'm trying to remember now. So I did um, the eight millimeter sport rubber tiles from American Floor Mats. Um, I guess that's actually the one thing that I would have done differently. Um, so what I would figure it out the hard way is no house, the, no wall in a house is perfectly straight. No, um, and, and no stall mats fucking straight either. But you, know, you obviously didn't go with stall mats. Yeah, but but I'd used these kinds of, these tiles before, okay. and they worked great in space that wasn't wall to wall. This is the first time I went wall to wall. And it was a pain to try to, like every time I'd have it kind of almost straight on this one side, then it would be, you know, there'd be gaps on the other side. And uh, I've still got a few gaps. If you get really close, you can see it, but it's not anything that I can feel when I'm walking on it. Um, but it's like 24 feet at the longest part, 22-ish um, kind of closer to the windows. Um, and then it comes, the flooring comes out 11 and a half feet. And then I've got another, 
maybe six feet past that. So call it 24 by 17. Double my space. Yeah, no, it's dude, it's it's great space. I, I I can't complain about it at all. Like I said, the, the only challenge really is just that, and I'm sure that I could put more stuff up here and not have an issue. But I don't like to gamble that much. <laughs> I did I, I did have to do the math. It's, it's like 408 square feet, so that's that's, that's not bad. Yeah. I, yeah. So, but you it looks like there's a lot of open space too. So you, but but I guess to, to get back to the whole, it's not load bearing in a lot of or it's it's not a concrete slab. So right. you're concerned about, you have shit in storage. Like what can you still do in it? Yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to hijack. I know this might be a good for the podcast. So no, no, no. So well, we're, we're still recording. So Jake is a master at editing, so he can. <laughs> I'm not somebody. the master editor, but I think I like, you I, should probably just leave this. I was curious about Chip's space and what, what basically he would want to, what he would do if it wasn't, uh, weight restrictions and what he will do with weight restrictions, I guess. Right. Yeah. So a, a big thing for me was, I mean, I like to have a lot of open floor space, like around, you know, always make the joke like that scene from Step Brothers, or like they make the bunk beds or like, look at all this space, <laughs> do so many activities, you know, do so I was many just activities. Say that too. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, um, that's that. I, I love that piece of it. So I really went with the approach of trying to have as much floor space as possible. Um, the only real thing that I would probably do different if I had this exact same setup in a basement or in a garage is probably, honestly, don't know. Probably a rhino would be kind of the a cool thing to add, you know. God, but I, I, I tried I, to buy one of those today. But the, yeah, they're so expensive, and I mean, I guess they're like four grand, aren't they? I don't know. Uh, last time I looked them, they weren't that much. They probably are now. They're 23. They're like 2,600 delivered to me. And I only know this. I'm not that big of a nerd. Well, I'm a nerd. But uh, there was one on Marketplace that I was messaging the lady. I actually put my leg press up for sale today. So I was message messaging this lady. I was like, I can come Monday. And she was like, that's great. And then a little while later, she told me she sold it for 2,000 bucks. So. so here you go, Keith. The only thing that I would do differently if it was not upstairs but it was on a concrete slab is i'd actually be able to like semi drop my deadlifts i wouldn't have to like gingerly put down each rep mm -hmm. um that's that's one thing that i i worry about not really going through the floor but i don't want to destroy the subfloor yeah that makes sense again uh on facebook marketplace minneapolis just in the last weeks a drop in rhino sold for 1650s so Ooh. not bad. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, this but, was a standalone. I don't know how much she was. Um, I don't know how how much she would have taken for it. It was two grand, and it was up there for a while. I just I had like a wild hair yesterday, and I like late last night, and I was like, I'm gonna send her a message and see or whatever. And so I started talking to her last night, and then today I posted mine to see what I could just kind of put a feeler out there. I was like, what would I need to get in order to to make me move on this and. I started getting a little bit excited about it um, secretly, and then she sold it. <laughs> Whatever. Hate that. Yeah, it's probably for the better. I don't need it. I've got a leg press, man, and I have this. I can set up my weight stack thing and get what I need from it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. But we need to get Hennessy to give everyone like a forty percent discount on the uh, the squat max, and we'll, we can we can all have those. I tell you, man, that's that's one that's the one item. Like, if if yeah, money was not an, was not an issue. I, I That's what you would max. get. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Hmm. For me, like, how tall? Like, I don't. You, there's no way you could use it in a seven foot basement, right? Like, it, it, you, how tall is the platform? 
It's a well, I don't know about the new model. I know the rack mounted one, which they discontinued. That's actually kind of a sore subject for me because I would really like a rack mounted one. <laughs> um, the rack mounted one had adjustable heights. I don't know about the new one. It might be fixed. Does anybody know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it is fixed, but I, I don't know. Fixed, yeah. I don't know what the height is. Yeah. All right. Anyways, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's keep this rolling then. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite item in your home gym? That's not kind of the, one of the more basic items. So let's go. Not a barbell. Not the rack. Not a kettlebell. Plates, bench, or dumbbells. So I took this question to kind of mean. Um, you know, what is your one of your favorite items that's not a traditional yep. uh, gym equipment piece? Um, and I've already mentioned my 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 primary three, which are like the mini split AC, the the drink spotter, and the Roomba. Um, <laughs> but and, and to add to that, it, my my one of my other favorite items that's not a traditional gym equipment item is the lighting. Even though I don't have like great lighting in here, I did add a bunch. Um, I just, man, I don't know if it's because I'm like my aging eyes or what, but like, I can't fucking see out here. Like I had, like, there were times with, um, before, like when I had like the Cerakote barbells, like a black barbell or whatever, I couldn't see the neural marks. I couldn't see like anytime I was under it or something, you know, I can't see over here in these corners where it's a little bit darker. Um, and so lighting for me is one of, I add those things that brightens it up, actually like puts you in a better mood. Um, and it's one of the things that really changes the whole like aura of, of the, the garage gym. I know a lot of people do like LEDs and stuff like that. But for me, it's just having some bright ass fucking lights that help me see shit, you know? So mm -hmm. Jason, what are the lights that you have? Oh, they're lamed. I mean, they're just some, they're like these LED things that you plug into each other. I got them at Costco and okay. I just went like, like they were long, like, they're long strips. They're like, yeah, they're like long. I mean, they look like legit lights. Um, okay. I'm looking at them as if you can see them through my eyes, <laughs> right, yeah. they, but they, they just, um, they just like mount to the ceiling and you plug them into each other and then plug it in yeah, and you have yeah. a remote, um, but you can set them up so that they like, they're on a timer and they go off. They're like censored when you walk in. So I don't oh. have to turn. I just walk out here and it just kicks on like I'm Lex Luthor or something. <laughs> and then, um, and they're on a like 30 minute timer. So if there's no movement for 30 minutes, they'll turn themselves off. Mm. Um, pretty cool. Um, especially like in the middle of the night when you're taking the trash out and the, I've got three that are like lined up on the way between my door and my trash can. And like, I just walk out and like one kicks on and then I hit the other one and it kicks on and like, you know, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, I, I, there, I just, I went and bought like one at a, they're like 30 bucks or something like that, 20 or 30 bucks. And I bought like one light at a time, every time they, uh, like every time I went to Costco to kind of soften the blow a little bit. And now I have like six of them in here, uh, plus the three lights that were, that were already in. I mean, if, if the world was my oyster, I'd have those super cool, like honeycomb looking things. I think Adam has them fucker, but like, um, <laughs> if I could, I would have those also, things are you know, right so i'll take the next one i'll go next i guess um so for me this actually kind of ties in what we were just talking about a few minutes ago about you know having lots of open floor space um my favorite item that's not a traditional piece is the um universal pulley system high and low from surplus strength um because of the way it's rack mounted it's low profile um it doesn't take up any additional footprint in my gym 
Um, super smooth. I love it. I know there's a lot of controversy about it. You know, you know, some people think it's way overpriced and some people, you know, absolutely love it. I'm one of those. I love it. Um, I think it's well built. Uh, Jason's doing some good stuff over there and just to be able to have it rack mounted, loop the cables out of the way when you're not using it. You know, I just, that's my favorite piece. Good answer. Yeah. For me, the piece I like most, I'm a landmine guy. Like I use it all the time. You can hit everything with it and got all sorts of cool you know, landmine attachments from Titan, of course, linebacker, squat attachments, some gnarly handles, row attachments. You just get so much use out of it. Is it a Titan landmine? It is not actually because when I was going to buy one, they weren't in stock. So the landmine I got is from. From where? Bolt Fitness Supply. Bolt, yeah. Out of Texas. They got a lot of cool stuff, but I don't want to pay all their shipping. So I don't get most of their stuff. <laughs> yeah. If I lived down there, I would have a bunch of them. Keith, what about you? I'm going to cheat and mention two honorable mentions so I can get a, you know more bang for the buck. So I would go um, uh, bench blocks, like, you know, the, 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 the two to three board, or it's like one, one and a half to three board. You know, it's great for uh, doing board pressing without having to have someone sit there and hover over you with, the, with, with you know, a variety of two by fours. Um, uh, deadlift jack. Deadlift jack, if you have multiple people lifting different weights, you know, you got someone going 130, 185, and someone going 600, it's a deadlift jack's, you know, irreplaceable. Also, even if you're just yourself, like I'm not trying to, to roll a dead wedge under or, you know, lift up a bunch of plates to, you know, add up four or five plates on each side. Uh, but my go-to, honestly, it might be, it's kind of a shocker, uh, a standalone chalk bowl. Like being able to have a dedicated chalk bowl that I don't have to, that's not in the way of anything. It's just kind of, it fits right underneath my stairs, kind of right around my, my uh, dead, my, uh, my block pull stands. So it's not, it's just dead space. So it just kind of sits there freely, stands alone. I have my, uh, my, my foam rollers kind of underneath of it, just filling up the empty void. Uh, but just being able to, it's just kind of like, that's how I, it's like, if everyone remembers uh, over the top where he turns his hat around and it's game mm -hmm. time. So like yeah. me, going, me going to that fucking chalk bowl and just chalking up, you know, if it's either a hook grip deadlift or a big bench, sometimes I'll have someone squat my back on, uh, chalk my back on squat, which is like, I always start anything that's like 85% and above at the chalk bowl. And then I kind of do my like, you know, douchey walk over to wherever my big <laughs> is going to be. And it's just like, that, that I've had the, you know, honestly, I, I think the chalk bowl is one of like the second or third, like decent higher price items I bought. I've had it, uh, like I, I had my chalk bowl before I had my competition bench because it was just like, I uh, used to train at one of my buddy's garage gyms uh, on the side and he had a, he had the most, he had a literally, it was a coat rack with an old um, protein bottle screwed to it. And that's what we just used a chalk bowl. But I did, I did the same thing there. I just did it with a $200 chalk bowl instead of an $11 chalk bowl. So. To me, having a dedicated place for your chalk, you know, it's it's a, it's a must for any kind of powerlifting type gym. I'm with you on all of that, actually. Every single bag. I don't care if you're deadlifting 135 pounds, man, or you know what I mean. Like I, the deadlift jack is great. I have the the I love Titan Fitness, right? And I've got the Titan chalk bowl on wheels and, and i've told my buddies like i know it sounds stupid but i can like wheel it around you know what <laughs> I, mean? I just i just carry it along with me wherever i go and it's pretty cool and I, i'm with you on all of that yeah there's one other piece that i was thinking of too right outside the basement gym i have uh not call again but it's basically like one of them little uh water cooler five gallon jug thing that's nice to have right at the gym too fill up the water bottle that's one of those things I've told my wife I wish I had space for in here is, uh, is one of those like water 
things and I would get like a subscription or whatever. I've got a freezer over there where that we keep our food and shit in, but I don't know why the chalk bowl gets us its own space, but the fucking water in the gym doesn't. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, that's one of those things that I've always been like, man, I wish I had room. I've, I've looked for, you know, they have those like short ones that you can put the water on and I've looked for that kind of a thing, but I just haven't put the trigger on that. But yeah, I got what? mine for free too. So that's nice. You know, the finance guys are always the ones that, that are like, yeah, no, I, I paid off yeah. my student loans whenever I was 19, but you didn't start school until you were 20. Like, yeah. No, the, my, well, my, on, on that one, Target pulled the Titan Fitness. Yeah, I like but it, man. I like it. I ordered it. I ordered it. They kept saying it was back ordered. They emailed again, said back ordered even more. And then that same day, I got the email saying it was back ordered. It showed up at my house, so then I just canceled the order. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, nice. got an honorable mention for this category: uh, wall control. Oh yeah, storage. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and if you use yeah. code Matt Ten, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually putting up some wall control in my gym. As we speak, I mean, not literally right now, but like I'm working on that project right now. Super stoked. Inspired by Jason, by the way. It's addicting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got it. Yeah. I installed it in, in my garage, have all my tools hanging out now. And uh, I have like a, a handful of panels for my basement, too. It's going to be so nice. Yeah, man. I've got panels that I bought the wrong. I bought the wrong orientation. So I've got like three of them. And I'm like, where can I put those? Um, and I still need the ones that the right ones that I did <laughs> meant to order. But uh, yeah, I mean, that stuff is addicting. Yeah, I think I've got two horizontal, two vertical. Probably need about 50 more. All right. What's your favorite home gym hack or DIY project for the home gym? Um, for me, so I, I wasn't 100. So, I, okay. My home gym hack, my favorite that I've done is probably a toss up between the home gym, like DIY hack thing is the, uh, the GHD or the side lateral side lateral kind of edges out just a little bit because I can leave it where it's at. Um, it, I don't have to like put anything together. I just clip it in and go, it's attached to my weight stack and it's solid as fuck. And it looks like a piece that you would buy from somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like a favorite hack or DIY for just home gems in general, like outside of mine, um, I have a two that I was kind of torn between sharing. Um, first and foremost is like storage solutions. I think that for a home gem, one of the cool things about it, um, if you're able, if you have that ability, or if you follow Kaizen DIY and watch his videos, he shows you how to um, make like DIY projects where you can kind of custom fit storage solutions in your space that'll not only maximize the space that you have, maximize your storage, but also kind of gives you like a, a, a custom level of, of fitment for your products to, to, to sit. And I think that's a really good home gym hack or DIY project for people to take on. Um, it's also storage, like when you when you buy it commercially, like from Rogue or Titan even, um, it gets really fucking expensive for what it is. I mean, it looks nice, but it just, it can really add up quick. And for most home gym owners, I believe that spending your money on like um, drink spotters or um, you know things like that is probably more important than, than the storage stuff. Um, and then the other one, the, the hack that a lot of people may already know, 
Um, and you guys may share this also. It's just when you buy something from Titan, just rip that fucking sticker off <laughs> immediately. As soon as it comes in, it's crooked anyway. Just rip it off. That's a hack. You're already, as soon as you post a picture of it or whatever, you're going to get more likes and follows and all that shit. Anyway, so, you got to um, slap a road sticker a, on it yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially if you do, that's like, that's extra. But, uh, <laughs> But just removing it in general is already like adding street cred or Louis Simmons cred. So I literally did that to my uh, the, the the Titan uh, trap where I picked up last week. I I it was in the background in one of my videos. And I was like, God damn, that sticker looks horrible. And that night, I literally got my little razor blade and I was scraping it off. Yeah, yeah, I've done it with <laughs> I've done it with everything that has a sticker. I actually appreciate when they give me the sticker and not the like riveted on thing that I'm like, man, fuck, what am I going to do with that? But um, (laughs) true, true story. I, um, with my GHD thing that I sent them. So I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the base I was, when I made it, I was just kind of being silly. And I was, I, I, I joke around about rogue being daddy. I think Bill Henniger and I are probably like the same age. Right. So it's a little weird, but it's, to me, it's funny. I'm sure on the internet, it reads as as creepy, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on my GHD thing, on the base of it, I painted it black, and to make it look more like commercial or or whatever, I I made like a template and I put Rogue on there, so it says Rogue. But when I sent it to Titan, I was like, "Fuck!" I took one of the stickers that I had from a Titan product and I just slapped it over the top of the Rogue thing and mailed it into, them, and I put it on there crooked. So I was like, "They'll think it's their product." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't. Eccles, what about you? What's your favorite uh, gym hack or DIY project? The, uh, I mean, I got two of the DIY projects. I mean, the dip machine, awesome. Uh, I still plan on retooling that and actually making it more viable. Um, that's the nice part about Titan on the scratch and dent is you can just buy the lever arm brackets they sell them two packs for like 60 bucks so any type of rack attachment you can just buy one of those and if you've got a you know the x3 or the t3 you know you can make anything fit to that which is awesome that's what i did dip and for the belt squat and then the other one uh after you know your guys's triad thing my uh a globe grip one here. Oh, there oh it is. that's nice. nice. Yeah. Careful. So, <laughs> that's uh, controversial. Careful. No, I, <laughs> I have a saved message that said that I can make it. So um, I had an engineer from work. I'm in the process of uh, actually making a steel version of that that adapts to their pants. So nice. that's hey. awesome. Maybe they'll um, tag you in it or something maybe they'll post a picture and tag you in it or something that's all you're looking for right like well no (laughs) (laughs) share me like and share and subscribe fucker (laughs) i just want to have people message them like what's this how come where where can i find it like no he can't because i made it for myself because i'm selfish yeah that's fine yeah that's that's pretty much all of my diy things (laughs) people like can you give me a tutorial now that's Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's gonna have to do that. I, I don't do those. And then uh, to add on the end there, my favorite hack, of course, is to make sure you send your equipment to someone else's house so your significant other doesn't find out about it. That's a good, That's one. A good one. That is nice. a good one. Uh, for me, I guess I would at least give, you know, I'll, I'll do the same thing where I cheat. So I'll do honorable mission. Uh, everyone, you know, go, go to Deadlift Jack if you're, you know, sorry, go to a deadlift platform. 
Um, also, deadlift blocks, you know, four-inch deadlift blocks are very easy to build. But the thing I'm probably the most that's been the most beneficial is uh, on a six-post vertical storage. I've always I've done it for I've had multiple different racks. But I've like I've hacked together with some variation of a top post for my two and a half. So I can actually go two pairs of 45, a 25, a 35, a 10, and a five, and then two and a half on top. So I'm not marrying the two and a half and the fives together because with OCD, that just shit, that shit don't work. So everything's got to be segregated. And I do have a ample amount of 35s. And sometimes I like to actually have those on a rack too. So um, most currently, I, I used to, I had a shitty old rack before, or a plate tree that I had. Um, it was just a, a plate store, a, a plate adapter. So a, a two inch adapter that would go over a one inch peg. And I had it literally just like wedged into the top and I just screwed right into it. And it was, you know, and then I put a, a C clamp and a bunch of electric tape. So it had an actual stopper on it to be above the 45s. And I had that on a, uh, my most recent rogue, uh, plate, uh, plate tree also. And my buddy who's a welder was like, yeah, I can't have this anymore. So he literally spent a couple hours and one of my, however long it took him to do it. Um, and like TIG welded a professional one with like all solid steel painted a flat black for me, brought it over, fits like a charm. And it looks like it's supposed to be there. I don't understand why more, very few companies come out with a seven poster that's vertical to where if you have, you want, I don't want to only have one post with 45s on it. And if you have 35s, you know, you're kind of running out of places to put them. Yeah, I saw that post. Looks really good, what your buddy came up with. That's awesome. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like, why is that not on every single, you know, vertical storage post? Yeah, the uh, I have one that the where I initially got inspiration of it years ago in a picture. I was like, oh, that's awesome, and it's uh, it's a it's maximum, I think. Max, it's an older. I don't even know if it's a company anymore. So I like stole the idea from them, if you will, like four or five years ago, and then I randomly picked one up in a deal. I think I had to drive like an hour to go get one, and you know now I actually have the original. Other people may have done it also, but that's the one that I have. Um, and now it's kind of funny that I have like the one that's probably from the seven eighties, I guess it, it's probably late eighties. Uh, and the one that I've like, you know, mirrored it after of just by seeing pictures of it in Facebook groups for vintage stuff. Yeah. So for me, um, taking the hack route, um, I, I love leg rollers. Um, you know, Jason was talking about earlier about, you know, three by three with the one inch holes, you know, all four sides, uh, the one inch leg rollers, they're very versatile. You can do a lot of, you can replicate a lot of different, you know, machines, almost different exercises with those and get creative with it. Um, so trying to create new ways to utilize those. Um, again, they, they don't take up much space. You can do a lot with them. Uh, there's a lot of different hacks that you can do. Um, and then secondly, with behind that is um, anything that I can come up with to use the surplus strength UPS with that's not just like a lap pull down or a seated row. Um, there's definitely a lot of cool ways that you can integrate that into your training that's beyond just a traditional lap pull down or, or row. So, yeah, it makes sense. And you have a legendary Instagram post with all your, your movements on the leg roller. Yes. Pretty yes. cool. So, um, <laughs> which, all right, which go, go ahead. I was, which leg roller do you have? I know like Titan makes one. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I got mine from rogue. Um, so yeah. when I, when I, when I ordered the rack for the, you know, this upgrade in this build currently that I'm in, I, I went, went pretty all in on rogue for a lot of stuff, not completely, but, um, I kind of wanted to stay in the same ecosystem. So I went with the leg rollers uh, from rogue and I mean, they're great, uh, but I think, you know, you can go sore next, you can go oh. Titan, you could go rep, whatever. I was, I was thinking of the, um, of that. I was thinking of that, uh, 
the GHD roller thing that you have, you use that a lot for like your ham curl. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like so that. that's, that is, that's Titan. That's Titan. The one that I had the, the, the glute ham roller. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had that one. I had that one from Titan and they gave me the bolts that they gave me for the, for the wheels were mm -hmm. like, and, like an inch and a half long. So the wheels were like, I, it, anyway, if it had gone to anybody else, I'd have been like, there's no way that anybody could put this motherfucker together and it be like a functioning product. So, so you I didn't have that, that issue with yours, I guess. No, I sure. bought mine in 2019, I think, or 2018. I can't remember now. Yeah. Um, and I had some points and it was like $34 yeah. shipped. Right. Yeah. That's, could not, that's, and, right. Yeah. Couldn't justify 120 right. bucks plus shipping from Sornex at the time. I will say with Titan, and I'm not to digress here, but like uh, the point system worked bet worked it for me. Someone like me, the points thing, I'm like I've got to buy shit from Titan because the points, <laughs> you know, I, and I will do that. Um, that taking that thing away was a big, uh, it was a big deterrent for me. Hmm. Anyway, I'd sorry, probably, go ahead. I probably had a free discount using the point for sure. Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. But to uh, one more little hack thing, piggybacking off of what Tip said. So I have the leg roller too, and they don't really list it anywhere else on the site except for the leg roller, but you can get the uh, infinity mount retrofit. Oh, yeah. So Somebody posted it, that the other day. Was that you? It's probably me. Yeah. yeah so because you can use that for, you know, a bunch of other attachments. You yeah. know, you can go three by three down, but. You don't know where to find it you don't even know it's there so yeah yeah it's one of those things like roller, it's buried in as like an, an add-on on like another mm -hmm. item right yeah it's yeah, they, with the they, light roller okay yeah they do that with stuff on i've noticed on their website like sometimes you just want to like take rogue and like shake them and be like look <laughs> call me bro i'll tell you how to fix this shit but <laughs> that's one of them yeah, you know they're so successful that they just miss stuff. They don't like give that. a yeah, yeah. They're like yeah, we don't give a shit. It's kind of like the like the UPS discount that they give. It's like somehow they're able to say you know what we don't give a shit. It's cheaper for us to just give you a little bit of a discount whenever UPS delivers your shit all scratched and dented and whatever than it is for us to upgrade our packaging, which they have done. I get that, but like that's what it feels like sometimes. You know what I mean? When you get something that's not taped together, like a box that's not taped or whatever. <laughs> So I've got a story about that. And this, I had conversations with guys around this situation and it still blows my mind. I, I can't comprehend their business model. So when I, <laughs> when I made, when I made my order, I selected the bright zinc bolts because I knew, you know, the, the standard, the black zinc, you know, it looks scratched up when it shows up, like it looks used. And I wanted to go bright zinc for everything. I thought it would pop with the green rack and it does. Um, well, they somehow didn't get it correct on the order and they shipped me a box of the black zinc bolts. And so I reached out to them and, you know, they fixed it pretty quickly. I mean, it was like the same day or the next day they shipped out another box. Now, I don't know if you guys, everybody knows, but the box, the bolt kit for an RM6, it's like 60 pounds yeah. of bolts. I mean, it's huge. Shipped me out another box. Well, that box got damaged in transit. And so it was bright zinc, but I was missing bolts. And I broke it down, figured out exactly what, how many I was missing, reached out to him, sent an email, said, I just need, you know, three of the four three quarter inch bolts. I need six nuts. I need three washers, whatever it was. Um, checked the shipping. They shipped it out. A couple of days later, got home, another full box, 60 pound of bolts. Jeez. 
So I literally, I think um, through uh, one of the uh, Facebook pages, shipped out the black zinc bolts to somebody. They bought them from me. And I shipped out another set of eight or 12 of the bright zinc. And I still got probably 20 sets, <laughs> <laughs> like in various storage places in my garage. It's insane. Wow. But it's like, how yeah. much do they spend on shipping right. for those two more yeah. boxes plus the cost of the bolts? Like when they could just right. ship out yeah. one package for like yeah. six of them. Yeah, you feel like they have to be saving in somewhere, right? You're, you're like, they have to be saving somewhere to be able to afford that, for that to be like the, the okay, like, well, we'll just take a loss on everything that we ship out. It seems like, I don't know, but. It's probably like just, uh, the, the fact that if they didn't do a special box, that they're paying someone 20, 25 bucks an hour sure. to make that box versus let's just literally automate it. This is just a, a, a code that shows up on some hourly persons that doesn't really give a shit about their job. And they just know to pick this material that's already on a shelf and ship it versus if they had to actually custom put six bolts in a box that would cost them more money to pay someone a half hour to figure that out well that, that makes sense too because i had one of my leg one of my original leg rolls was damaged and so i reached out to them and they shipped me out two more because i'd ordered two they just duplicated my original order well, yeah it's, it, i just think it's i just think it's awesome. and those Some things of the are stuff like 120 bucks yeah. a pop man i'm like yeah yeah, it's crazy. Some it's of the ridiculous. stuff, man, I get, and I'm like, this is crazy that they didn't even put tape on this box. But <laughs> oh, the last box came. It was, I mean, you couldn't see much cardboard. Like, yeah, that's the so like the when you like there have been the when they replace something, oftentimes I get it, and it's like gorilla taped or whatever, and I'm like, oh, okay, so they do have a guy with a fucking tape dispenser. They just aren't <laughs> using him on the first round. It's like they're rolling the dice. Um, but like the the slinger stacks, they come, uh, I'm guessing they come like fresh off the boat or whatever, right? Like from China. And there's um, five weight stack, five 10 pound plates in a box. Whether or not it has tape on it, whether or not there are plates in the box when you receive it, that kind of a thing is a little bit up in the air, but you wait about 16 weeks to get it. And then you get, um, like partial stuff and then they have it on hand and whenever they replace the stuff that didn't make it which is usually like the weight plates um you get then like a stack of five all covered in duct tape it looks almost like that brick you would expect to see like through your window when you piss off your ex-girlfriend or whatever but um <laughs> probably the brick i'm gonna see from titan after they I, I don't know if they listen to this or not but but uh anyway that's uh, that's how those things show up and, and everything else too. It's a weird business model for sure. So, I mean, I worked at uh, UPS for 12 years, so I kind of know a lot that goes in with the shipping and I know what the normally hourly people, what we do to packages. So <laughs> well, that is any surprise. I, yeah. I mean, I, I've never worked at UPS, but I've received a fuckload of packages. And I can tell you that every single one of them have been like mishandled by the UPS guys. But you know that, right? Like everyone knows that. You don't have to work there to know that. Rogue knows that. If anybody knows that, Rogue it, could put some tape on the box. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think we've all had enough packages. There, It's worse than Titan half the time. I mean, it, it's gotten better. I will say that. Like things I've gotten more recently, a lot of the stuff I'm like, oh, like my, uh, I bought that fucking t-bar row i love it man everybody else thinks it's stupid but the little <laughs> t-bar row thing um 
it came really well packaged. Um, like I should be bragging about how well their packaging is now. Um, but uh, others, you know, it's kind of hit or miss, I think. I mean, the like the lap bars and things like that, those, they don't have tape on the box. Um, and that's not UPS's fault. I mean, you know, I mean, I can, only, I can, I'll give credit where credit's due. You don't put tape on a box. I assume that once I hand it off to the person at the counter at UPS, that's the last time it's going to get touched by a person. You know what I mean? Until it's like delivery. It's probably just going through conveyor belts and all that shit. Um, so when you're packaging it, put tape on the box. Jason, is that T-bar row a bolt together? Or does it come like a squatty potty where it's like a foot and a half it's, tall? It's bolt together. Uh, the only one I know of that's welded is the Elite FTS, um, which is cool. I mean, Titans is like a, a knockoff of the Elite. Um, but the Rogue, it's just better, man. It's better than the Titan anyway. It's like... You can stand on it on the side on one foot and put all your weight on it, and it's not going to tip. With the Titan, it's like wobbly. It's got really narrow feet, um, so you're you're really limited on where you can stand with it and stuff. Um, and I never could get the Titan to like sit level with the with the Rogue. I mean, you do. I mean, you with all of this stuff. I mean, you have to appreciate it's it's steel. It's three by three steel. Is tolerances and stuff are not maybe as tight as we'd like them to be. And when they manufacture it, it's you know, it, it can have some twists and things like that. And so you have to kind of like, you know, put it together loosely, get it, get it where it needs to be and then tighten it down. Um, and you may even still have to like kind of tweak it a little bit. And that's the same thing with the Titan. Um, weld together is going to be a little bit different. Um, I would expect the Elite FTS to, uh, to, to be more tight, uh, like when you get it in or whatever. But, um, but I don't have any complaints about this. I think it's, a little bit more versatile because of the bigger foot plates or whatever you can do more shit with it and i didn't mean to go off on it on a full review i'm about six beers in guys so <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like an oak club like uh, well replica, right? yeah yeah but you know the oak club's about 800 bucks yeah yeah so yeah so i know of i know of like four of these things right there's the titan one which is like a hundred dollars which is really fucking cheap um and it is a good Titan, man, I'm telling you, Titan for me is like, it's that, it's that ex-girlfriend in, in high school or college or whatever that like you had a really bad relationship with, but you, it's been so long, you kind of go back to her anyway. And then you remember immediately <laughs> Six why years you broke in. up, you know? Yeah. You're like, fuck, that's exactly why we broke That's Titan for me. I mean, I love them. Um, and that, so then there's the, there's a the hundred bucks. There's the lead FTS, which is like two thirty shipped or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, and it's just like the Titan, same angles and same size and everything, but it's welded together instead of bolted. So it probably feels more stable, um, but I don't know that. Uh, and then there's the uh, the Rogue, which is like 500 bucks shipped, um, which is a lot. I'm not gonna lie, um, but it's like it's got bigger feet. It's a it's the the even the like foot platforms, and then even the feet that sit on the ground are wider. So it it like you can try to tilt on it, and it it won't. Um, it, it's nice. Uh, I can do other stuff with it. I mean, it's some of it's a stretch, right? Like I'm like, hey, I can use it as a bench, sit down and text people between sets um, and that kind of stuff, um, which I do. And it's nice. But um, then there's also uh, the Oak Club, which is like upper echelon in terms of cost, but it doesn't, it's it, when you look at the two, um, the, some of the more deciding factors for me. So the, the, to get that thing shipped to, it's made in Canada, and to get yeah. it shipped to the U.S. to what me is, uh, was was almost eight hundred bucks. Um, so that's a lot of fucking money, man. For yeah. for that, I mean, I at that point I am like, okay, fuck it, I'm just gonna use cinder blocks. I don't give a shit about the angles or whatever. And the UHMW just use cinder blocks. But um, 
with the rogue you get this this bigger thicker piece of uhmw in the middle that you that it sits on if you compare that to the oak club it's kind of this they have a, it's a cool design it looks pretty I and mean, you know what i mean like it's got all the cool like um oak club style stuff the grip tape even looks cool um i could get it like the 800 bucks for me was I, they were going to send it to me in raw steel um without any powder coat or anything like that which i know it probably cost i think it was like 50 bucks more or something like get it in black or something um but uh it uh it has this little like like a thin quarter inch piece of uh of uhmw that the bar is going to sit on so i was looking at that like it's just on the edge of a piece of uhmw right um also the angles of the feet so like the elite fts when does a thing where the angles are not only back but they're also inward so you're so the idea is that when you're doing like t-bar row stuff you're using your core and you're pushing your feet outward same thing the titan does um the rogue also does that it's just not as well defined and then the uh oak club is not at all i mean it's just it's almost like a diy type i mean it's just straight back um so those were kind of the two bigger factors well the price the uhmw thing i thought you know with oak club it'll be harder it's, it's a little bit more of a um a boutique type place and i thought it would be harder to uh replace uhmw and things oh, like that Rogue, there's, a, there's an easy Rogue. fix there's an easy fix for that though right i'm sure i'm sure uh, i can come a beer, up a beater bar oh yeah fuck that yeah one without without any neural or anything like that mm -hmm. gotta have a beater bar yeah yeah <laughs> anyway sorry man I, I i just fucking took over your podcast with a goddamn <laughs> plug that was for this thing I, <laughs> that was more sorry. in depth than a coop review yeah um, yeah it's the best for most people i don't know the guy i think he's great man no no you're good um <laughs> no you guys are truly killing it with these stories um but let's let's move on to that last question yeah. it's getting yeah, late right. <laughs> um all right what's what's the biggest myth within the home gym industry or just something that you see often that you don't agree with? I'll take that one first because I've been thinking about this one. So I think one of the biggest myths is the time saved, which, okay, for workout wise, maybe it does save time, but we're probably all, all day looking at equipment, looking at other stuff, <laughs> spending all this extra time looking at stuff. It's like, you know, if you go to a commercial gym, you're just going to the gym, coming home. But when you got a home gym, you're spending all day looking for new stuff to buy. New, <laughs> you know, this, that, YouTube, you know, it's doesn't save much time. Okay. Yeah, that's, man, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, you, you go to the commercial gym, you don't give a shit if the rack is scratched or if it's got UHMW or if the neural is to your liking and all that kind of stuff. I agree, man time saved especially if you have kids right in there <laughs> for me um i don't know about a myth maybe myth uh something i see often that i disagree with chip kind of hit on this a minute ago it's this idea that everyone has to have a fucking beater bar like i pose a question i i pose a question man i'm like what are you doing with your beater bar that you can't do with your nicer bar I understand the, the idea, like I get the concept of like, well, I, you know, but if I have to have a $40, if I had to go to marketplace and find the bar that's listed as gym bar or whatever for 40 bucks to keep my 
thousand dollar Aleco bar from getting hurt, then why do I have the one of the two doesn't make sense? You know what I mean? Like, why do I need a forty dollar bar or a beater bar? Why do I have to? Like, I'm kind of in a in a limited amount of space here. Um, why do I have to dedicate some space to a barbell that I don't fucking want? You know what I mean? Like, there are enough bars on the market, whether it's Facebook marketplace or whatever, um, you can get nice bars that I wouldn't necessarily consider a beater bar. And you can still use it as like a, a landmine bar or whatever it is, but like, what are you doing to it that you, you have to have a $40 barbell to do that your other one wouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, okay. Landmines and, and rack pulls are probably the two things that people say, the most often, which I still maintain, I could do that with my Ohio power bar, and I don't call that a fucking beater bar. It's got to keep it on the low profiling part. Oh, kitty. Yeah. My cat so stopping gotta... to say hi. Oh, oh, look at that cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looks superimposed, like on my screen. It <laughs> yeah. looks like you put that there, like I it's know. a digital. Oh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a chunky guy. I love oh, it. yeah. Very chunky. So Sorry. not very, to derail our conversation. Yeah. So very simple, I feel like, very simple answer, Jason. <laughs> Seven bars, eight bar gun rack. Got to have a beater hey, bar. Hey, if you're all about, <laughs> if you're all wall. about the numbers, yeah, all about the numbers, I get that. And that's just call it what it is. And I appreciate it. That's where Chip and I have like bonded over this beater bar thing because it's like, call it what it is. You know what I mean? Like if it's just about numbers, I get it. Like, I, I mean, I have, I have a fucking like a what is that the Rogue C60B look it up because you've probably never seen it before it's a, like a it's like a four foot it's a five, it's a five non, foot bar 60 inches yeah five yeah. foot like yeah. non-rackable straight bar like I was like oh, I'd like to do a straight bar curl once and hung it on the wall and that's <laughs> what it is but it's not a beater it's a really fucking nice Cerakote straight bar so Chip, if you have an eight bar holder, that must be Rex then, even even though you're uh, you claim to be uh, all in on rope. Hey oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> do not have any. So I don't have any rep bars. I have. No, the 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 gun rack. Yeah, holder. Oh, the gun. Yeah, it is. Yes, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. All ropes gun racks are three or six. Uh, three or six. Yes, it's the rep. Yep, yeah, it's the rep just, bar gun holder. Yes. You just got actual lead. Uh, no, I got. I have some rep stuff. I don't. I, I don't you not did. Rep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That was. That was actually, literally, <laughs> when yeah. I saw the eight bar rack from rep, I was like, that's exactly what I need because I didn't want. I need. No, I need more than six, and I didn't want to go with the six and the three to make nine, and then I had to buy two beer bars. You know. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, Sorry, uh, my wife is like. Uh, hate, hates your friends. <laughs> she hates your friends. She's like, what the fuck, man. I really struggle. Right. I really struggle with this question um, because, I mean, the the time thing was a good one, um, but I really don't. I mean, I don't see much out there that I don't agree with. Um, I think that everybody kind of has their own path for their home gym and how they want to build it and what they want for you know their space and their training style and all those things kind of come together to make it your experience. Like it's your gym, right? Um, so there's nothing really that I can go out and say. You know, I don't agree with that because that's a decision somebody else made, right? Um, the biggest thing that I hear when I'm talking to like my buddies that don't have home gyms is like, I don't have the space for it, man. I definitely want to, I'll come talk to you when I have the space for a home gym. Um, I don't think that you need a lot of space. I mean, like I said, I started on a corner of a spare bedroom with an adjustable bench and power blocks. Right. And, and you can build from there as your situation changes. 
Um, so I think that's the biggest myth is that you've got to have like a dedicated space or you've got to have, you know, a 20 by 20 garage. Like, I mean, look at the guys on this call here, you know, there's, there's all variations of different sizes and, and spaces that they have. So yeah. I think that you just, you use what you have and if that's what you want to do, then you can make it happen. Yeah, man. I, I totally agree with that. I, I, I started with, uh, the Bowflex 552, I, not even the bench. I was like, I'm not going to get the bench. I can just use like the edge of my bed <laughs> to bench press from that or something. You know, I started with that in like a, the Body Beast video from um, Beachbody. And uh, that, that was my home gym for a long, like about a year um, was just that. So I, I'm with you. And I, it was like, I didn't want to dedicate any space. I just had them in the floor in the corner of my office. And, uh, and you know, it's just about what you want to do, whether you want to, you know, you want to do it or not. All right. Anything else to add guys? Uh, there is everything. I'll jump in and finish up. Um, the whole, the, the people on Facebook that say weight is weight, just fucking piss me off. <laughs> like, weight is not fucking weight. Like your weights might weigh 43 or 47 pounds. Like shove it up your ass. No, weight is not weight. You're, 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 you're blown out whole tolerances that like are all sloppy on the bar. Like I just, if I want to have something nice, don't shit on my parade. Like I, people that post nice stuff and on all the different Facebook groups and then just get shit on by these entry level fuckers that are saying weight is weight and just try to bring you down. Oh, it, it, that infuriates me. And there's a, a, a damn a plethora of them that want to do it. I think weight is weight unless it's your weight. You know what I mean? Like it's when it's my weight, it's when I'm spending my money on it, like weight is not weight. You know what I mean? Like it means a little bit more than it does when it's in your gym like when you're complaining about it i'm like yeah fuck you man just lift shut up and lift get some calluses bitch you know but like when it's my hands i'm like all right you know i wear some gloves today <laughs> just kidding <laughs> cut that cut that <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to unfollow you if you wear gloves homie yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well i uh i think that's gonna do it um yeah i will make sure to let all of you or I'll make sure to make, sh I'll make sure to um, have links to follow all of you all. I truly appreciate you guys spending your evening. I know it's getting late. So yeah, let's it's been uh, awesome, man. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah man, it, hey, I, this is great. I, yeah. I appreciate the, uh, the invite to come on. I like getting to know some of you guys outside of Instagram. Um, so this is super cool. Like I said, man, for me, the whole start or the biggest driver for this thing is this whole sense of community. So being a part of it and, and getting to see your faces and talk to you guys. And again, outside of just like what I see on social media or whatever is really cool for me. Um, for me, I hope that's, I hope you guys feel the same way, yeah, but, um, but regardless and Kyle, uh, in the least creepiest way, tell your wife, uh, sorry for keeping you so long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to close it. I, I had a blast, guys. Thanks, everyone. This yeah. was, uh, definitely made my day. Yes, awesome, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks. Hope to do it again sometime.